Welcome to episode number six of the Convos podcast, where we have conversations on a variety of subjects. I'm your host, Matt McNaughton, and I am here with my good friends, part-time co-host, almost a series regular, Ben Beck. And we're going to have a fun conversation today. But first, I want to tell you about our new website, convospodcast.com. So there you can find links, show notes, more information about the podcast and why we're doing it, and you can share it with all your friends. And it gives more info about who I am and no info about who Ben is. We're still trying to figure out who I am. We're Yeah, we're not entirely sure what his role is on the podcast. I just have no one else to talk to right now, I guess, and he's the only one willing to talk to me. I don't know... That's what that says about me, actually. Yeah, well, you said what I was going to say. Wah, wah. Are you going to sell merch on your, your website? We can sell merch. We can sell... Get a, like a combos, like pins are really popular right now. Like the like, logo of the pin. Oh, like laptop stickers, too? Laptop stickers, yeah. yeah. Coffee mugs. Anybody want a Convo's podcast coffee mug? Actually, that would be a good one for the the color change mugs, where it's like black, and then you pour it in as it heats up. It like says convos, so you're ready to have a conversation once it's heated like, up. Like what, once your mood is in the right place, like okay, now you can talk to me. You can have a combo with me. Okay. Well, if you've got merch ideas, you can also go to the website convospodcast.com and submit a question that you have or a conversation you want us to talk about or submit a merch idea if you want it. Today's conversation is going to be a lot of fun for me because it's, I don't know if it's necessarily payback, but Ben is returning the favor for a conversation we had in episode four, where we talked about the Broadway musical, Broadway play, show, whatever you want to call it, Hamilton. And Ben being a pretty close expert to Broadway shows. And this is really his hobby, passion, job, all of it. Loves musicals. Filled me in on a lot of information because I had no idea. Today we're talking about baseball. The greatest sport ever invented by mankind. And the sport that is also recorded in the Bible. Did you know baseball is the only sport recorded in the Bible? Oh, I can't wait. See where this goes. Yeah, because in the big inning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yikes. I have so, to go. Uh, so on this episode, Ben has officially left the show. So so we're gonna talk about baseball. And unlike me knowing nothing about Broadway, Ben actually has some knowledge of baseball. He's been to a baseball baseball show oh my goodness baseball game in person just watched it online i've only watched one broadway musical and that is hamilton so ben's got a little bit of a head start on me well to be fair i've watched several live baseball games of, of varying levels i've only watched online once which was a couple of days ago oh so it's a different experience yeah, I mean, I've seen baseball on TV, and by seen, I mean it's been on, and then I usually leave. <sighs> Could you imagine if someone just 
up and left during a Broadway show because they were just bored. I imagine it happens, but <laughs> say experience. Yeah. Okay. So I walked also... out of a. <laughs> <laughs> I will never leave a Braves baseball game. It is the rule in my family. If we're going, I don't care how bad the score is, we're sticking it out till well, the end of this that, game. That, that would make you brave. Well done. Well done. Um, you also have a brother-in-law who is a major league baseball pitching coach for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, Derek. Um, I don't see him super often because they live in Nashville, and he's been um, – when baseball season hits, obviously, he's very, very busy because he travels with the team and all of that. Um, but um, so I never really, like, talk shop because it's not my shop. But, like, he's written a book about pitching. Um, you know, before the Cincinnati, he was with uh, the Brewers. And then before that, he was doing minor league stuff with, like, the Cubs. And I think he worked at Valdosta. He did the college ball. I think that was some of his first coaching experiences. But... Yeah, yeah I, I've seen the, the work home life side of his life because, like, sometimes we'll see him at 4th of July or at Christmas or something, and sometimes we don't. It just sort of depends on schedule falls for him. Do you think you think he would come on the podcast? Um, Maybe in the off season. I was going to say potentially, cause especially because it would just be setting up a time to for him to, you know, get online and, and chat. Okay, so if you can get him on the podcast, we will promote you to um, the assistant to the co-host or assistant to the host. I'll work on it. Okay, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> and I'll throw and I'll throw in a convos sticker too. I was hoping it would be a pin so I could like. Be I mean, you know, I think I could do that. Oh, okay, I think I could do that. All right, so let's talk about the game. So you watched opening day of baseball, which is a weird year anyways. Opening day is normally in April, end of March, early April, not in the end of July. But due to COVID-19, where opening day is in July. So you watched opening day of baseball for the Atlanta Braves, which is my favorite team. I watch every game almost every year. So there's normally 162. There's 60 this year. So my family normally watches every game because we love baseball. Uh, except right now my son is outside my door playing basketball. So I can hear it. So I'm going to have to talk to him about that. He should be throwing a tennis ball up against the house. That's better. So, oh, I can find tennis. Let's watch tennis sometime. Oh, boy. Now I'm hanging up and leaving the conversation. So, so let's talk about the game. The Braves played – the Atlanta Braves traveled to – New York to play the New York Mets and it was final score of one to nothing so Ben tell me your thoughts on the game itself um don't huff that, <laughs> well it wasn't, it wasn't that bad no there's just there's not a whole lot in this game that I was like, oh, that was really cool, or that was really interesting. You know, the I don't even think the the either team switched pitchers, right? And I think one of the more interesting dynamics is sort of the pitcher hitter, you know, uh, batter relationship. But there was just like the Braves just kept striking out. <laughs> yeah, you watched uh, this entire three game series. You watched 
the one that was the least entertaining from a non-baseball purist fan. On Saturday, they won in extra innings. And then last, uh, the Sunday, that weekend game, they won 14 to 1. So you watch the one that is not entertaining if you're not really a fan. Lots of strikeouts. That's what it felt like. Did you watch the game in its entirety? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, I mean, I really liked the part where at the the seventh inning stretch where there was a Broadway singer and I recognized her and I was like, yay. As I'm watching that, I'm like, of course. This is is what happens. We have this incredible game like i it was a great game in my opinion and i know you're just bored to tears and yet in the seventh inning baseball came through with you by providing some familiar entertainment yeah i know i i'm pretty sure i texted you like back to back to back i was yeah. like oh i'm excited now yeah yeah so <laughs> so ben's favorite player in the game was actually not a player but the broadway musician who sang god bless america in the seventh inning oh man all right, so I don't care about the Mets, all right? Did you have a favorite Braves player? Is there a player that you're like, if I had to pick my favorite player on the Braves, that would that would be the guy? Well, I'm going to say some names, but I don't know if they're Braves or Mets. So these were the names I wrote down in my notes. Your friendship rides on how you respond. Our friendship rides on how you respond to this question. Well, so the first person was DeGrom. Oh, Ben. this is this isn't good okay keep going and then navio oh my goodness he's not a brave neither one of our brave sorry why okay why degrom i mean so he the couple of times that something happened it seemed like he had a good um awareness of where people were where the ball like he knew what was going on i don't <laughs> i don't know how to explain it other than that all right so Degrom is one of the best pitchers in all of baseball right so oh well clearly because he struck the entire team yeah out for the entire game. yeah and here and here's so the braves struck out a whole lot that game but everybody's like man they just strike out a lot but yeah you're facing one of the best pitchers in all of baseball right now. So he's really good. I mean, you throw a hundred miles an hour and then you just roll a curveball and a changeup right off the table at 86. That's unhittable, especially when it looks like it's coming from the exact same spot. And it look from, so from a pitcher's hand, you can't tell if it's a fastball or a changeup. And then by the time you decide it's either usually past you or you're swinging way ahead of it so he's really good and Mike Soroka the Braves pitcher who started is really young and is really good too and he he matched DeGrom the whole game well yeah I mean that's what I was going to say there was very few what was it like six or seven total hits for the game very low yep and one one mistake was a home run all right so all right we got two players they're Mets great keep Keep going uh, down the list. <laughs> Azuna? Is he a brave? He is a brave. He's okay. a new brave. That was actually his first game as an Atlanta brave. Oh. Yep. Well, so I, what I, in the top of the seventh, he got a double. And he he was the closest of the Braves to scoring, I think. 
Yes. I think he actually stole and made it to third. So you only liked him because he actually got on base. Correct. Well, because there's something happened. Yeah, they're like, oh, finally, we have some, some action. So, yeah. Okay. Those, those are the only names I wrote down. Okay. Yeah, that was his first game as an Atlanta Brave. And, and then on Saturday, he ended up hitting the tying home run in the ninth inning. He was down to his last strike. And he hit a home run, tied it. And then in Sunday night's game, he hit a home run too. So he's off to a good start. Off to a good start. So how would you rate your experience as you intentionally watched a baseball game? Um, Well, again, it's not like the first time I've watched baseball, but I think it's the first time I've watched an entire broadcast of a baseball game. And it was really hard not to just like pick up my phone and start just playing on my phone and just having it play in the background. Let me ask you this question. Did you watch the Braves broadcast of it? Yeah. Okay. So each team yeah, has their... You said there was the one girl that we didn't like at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't even know her name. I like her. Let me clarify. Okay. <laughs> but she replaced someone that we really liked. And we don't know why... When they had really similar names, it was like Kelly or Kelsey or something. Yeah. and th- Yeah. So Kelsey, for some reason is not with the Braves anymore. I mean, she was incredible. In fact, my wife was really mad that she got let go or whatever from the broadcast team. We're not entirely sure. So they then hired someone else who sounds just like her, looks just like her, and has a very similar name. But she's just as talented and good. So we'll get to know her over the course of the year and come to love her reporting. Yeah, because you said congrats to her, and we were like, well, we're still, we don't understand. But Because I think she may have said like, this was that there was her first broadcast or something. Yeah, I thought I interpreted just being like it's the first game, it's finally happening. I didn't realize she was a, a brand new character. Brand new, a character. <laughs> this is not a play, but we'll use your terms. <laughs> so each team has their own broadcast team. So what did you think of the Braves broadcasters? I'm very curious about this. You have Chip Carey, who does the play-by-play. And then you have Tom Glavin, who's a Hall of Fame pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. And he fills in, the guy he's filling in for has coronavirus. So he's filling in part-time. So what did you think of the two guys? I should have paid more attention to them. Did you think they were informative? Somewhat. Again, maybe it was partially because I just thought it was a boring game, but... Blasphemy. I, (laughs) I don't know. I thought... Honestly, it's pro- I, I, I tuned them out a little bit because with my history of sports, like it just sounded like sports radio, which oh. is just white noise for me at this point. Because my dad and my brother are both very sportsy people. Like my dad played college football. He coached football and basketball and tennis. My brother coached basketball. So they're not baseball people per se, but – Sports has always been a little bit of a white noise. Okay. Especially okay, so. from a reporting side, because, like, I've, if you're not invested in what's going on, then when they're talking statistics or whatever, it's only interesting if it's relevant to you as the listener. So I'm sure they're great reporters for someone who is really, like, in it to win it. Actually, I don't think they're very good. Oh, okay. I like, Tom, I like Tom Glavin because he was one of my favorite players growing up. 
and I think his insight to baseball is good. But that's like filling in of the pitcher. Yes, he's the former pitcher. And, but the play-by-play announcer is just – he thinks he's funny, and I'm not here for jokes. I want to know some backstory. I want to know statistics that are vital to the game. I want, I want to know. And it's just – and if there's a pop fly, he thinks it's a home run every time, and then the second baseman catches it. And you're just like, you got me all excited about nothing. It's a pop-up. I was curious to see if you liked them, and it doesn't appear that they actually helped the – experience so that's interesting to me yeah no i i so maybe it is less that sports talk is white noise and more that they just weren't the most engaging speakers to begin with i have of all of sports this is my problem with baseball they all of their announcers seem to hate the game of baseball they're just like old men that yell at the clouds they they hate it all i'm like why do you even do this if you just hate baseball and how you hate how young kids that are old enough, young enough to be your grandkids, and you're mad that they get excited because they hit a home run, like, just retire. That's where I'm at at it. I would I, – I get why older people would watch baseball because it's so slow-paced. Oh, how dare you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean – That's again, the beauty of it, Ben. Well, so, <sighs> sure, I would rather watch golf on TV than baseball on TV. Because Thanks for listening to this episode. We're <laughs> hanging up now. You think it's that slow-paced? I really do because, because, again, if I go watch a baseball game, like if I go in the stands and go watch the Stetson Hatters or the Detroit Tigers or whatever these different teams I've seen, like the game might be boring, but then at that point the entertainment value is more about hanging out with people. When something exciting happens, like everyone gets really excited. So I feel like with, the exciting moments in baseball games are few and far between. Which is weird right now because of COVID-19. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really yeah. strange. They had, like, cheering and stuff, and then you see the, like, cardboard cutouts. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that's from a – I don't mind it. I actually like it. It's helpful because I think if it's too quiet, it's – Oh, it's no, weird. I totally get it. But it was just one of those, like – I would have been fine if they hadn't zoomed up close enough to see the audience. That's where I was like, okay, I had a, I was, I can suspend my belief until I see the cardboard cut out. See, and I look like we watched some practice games, some scrimmage games last week, and they didn't have the cardboards, and I thought it was weird. So adding the cardboard actually was less distracting for me. It made well, me feel like it was an actual game. Yeah, again, I think I can get behind that. There was just some times where they shot so close to the audience, or I think there was even one moment where they like handover because they had like specific people that they had made cardboard cutouts out of or something yeah like that that took me out of the the moment because again uh, hearing the sound you know when someone makes a hit or makes a good play whatever makes sense it would be very strange it's like uh well i'm gonna say something and you're gonna be like i don't know what you're talking about but there's a great edit of kevin bacon's dance from footloose where they take out the music and it's just his like sneakers like screeching on the thing and his like breathing and all this weird it's really awkward and it's great because it's like he's not actually listening to music like he's just dancing around he doesn't have like headphones in he doesn't have like speakers he's just like dancing through all these different locations so to think of it like without the music is hilarious huh yeah i'll send it to you later again okay. it's 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 
it's sort of the opposite problem with baseball. If it were that way, it wouldn't be hilarious. It would be like, well, something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Okay, so what would you do to speed up the game of baseball? What would be your input? Well, part of it is, so I think, I think the pitcher-catcher relationship is really interesting, and I think the broadcast did a good job of showing that yeah. throughout. But um, the, the, there's too much time between each batter. So I understand the pitcher taking his time as he's deciding the p- next pitch for the current batter. But then, like, there's, like, we walk, we saunter up, and we, like, hit the dirt off our shoes. And then, like, I'm not ready yet. You know, the, the hitter is having his, like, moment as well. And I think it's much less interesting than the pitcher and the catcher. Interesting. So you're saying let's speed up the in-between batters. Right. So, right. The so, guys on deck. They got to get there faster. Yeah, like once the play is for sure finished, it should already be moving to the next thing. Like I realize you can't just have someone move up because you know if there's a pop fly out and they right. miss the catch or whatever. Like there's things going on that you can't just step onto the plate now immediately. But yeah, I, I anything out of watching the, the next batter come up. No, it, it's more of like a. I mean, they have a walk up song, and it's more for what they do to get ready to get in that mental state. But I'm with you. Like that's part of it. Sometimes I'm like, man, if your batting gloves aren't on tight now, like it's too late. The weird part about baseball though, is there's no time. There's no clock. There's never a clock. So now they're trying to add a clock into it, oh. which is weird. So they want pitchers to hurry up between pitches. But I think if they do that, they also need to do it for the batters you have 15 seconds to get in and get ready well because then that's the other side of it too and and maybe not every game but i you know i think there could be an interesting dynamic between hitter and pitcher you you know there's a there's a psychological side of where that hitter is trying to throw the pitcher off right but i feel like that's two percent of the time not 99 percent of it right it's more of the pitcher is he has his game plan, so he knows what what a batter and the catcher, they know that, hey, if it's this batter, we need to be careful not to throw it in this location. We, don't, we need to be careful not to throw a changeup at this pitch count because he hits it. So they know all those statistics, and they're getting fed information from the dugout too. But And the batter is also trying to outsmart that as well. Yeah. And then you have that much time to decide. Rock, paper, scissors, and whichever one you chose when that ball gets thrown. Correct. That's why I think hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports because you're, you're guessing at a mathematical estimation. It's not pure guessing. You're, you're considering your options here. So that's why when, like last night, a slider was thrown to a batter and he just crushed it. Like he mathematically came to the conclusion that this is probably what he's going to throw and he looked for it and he saw it and then he obliterated it. So that's a really fun part of the game that I really get behind that I really enjoy. I think that's why I, that's like, I don't want to watch people doing math in their head. 
and I think that's maybe why there's yeah. the, the appeal isn't there for me. Like, but that being said, that's sort of why I like watching golf because I think it's really interesting. You get one chance to hit that ball where you want it to go. Right. And so, like, you know, the guy is standing there, the girl, whoever is, is, is figuring that out. But then like, once it's hit, it's hit. And you have the consequences of whatever that is for your next shot. Right. Because it, and, and, and baseball has that same component where it's, especially when you have those two good pitchers from Friday that you see the, they throw a pitch and the batter just like shakes their heads. Like, man, I didn't, you know, that's what makes them so good. They're, they hit their spots. They don't make mistakes over the plate. They don't walk a lot of people and they, they get you to do what they want you to do. And then Saturday, the Braves pitcher, I mean, he throws a, this nasty curveball, and you just see the, the Mets batters buckling their knees because they think it's going to be high, and then it just rolls off the table, and then they're caught in between. So, all right. Uh, so what questions did you have come out of your experience watching opening day baseball? Um, so one of the things, and again, I just thought it was interesting, so I wrote it down. At one point, there was a designated hitter. Yes. I know what a designated hitter is, but then they were saying that there was like a new rule or something. Yes. Okay. So in the American League, so baseball split up to two leagues. You got the American League and the National League. The Braves are a National League team. The American League, for the longest time, has used a designated hitter, which the pitcher doesn't hit. They have someone hit in their place. Right. For the National League, the pitcher has always hit which is awful. I am, I am, I don't like watching guys who aren't good at a certain part of their job, just do it and do it very poorly. Well, and also have the potential of wasting your muscle, your most important muscle groups on an activity that right. is not what you're trained. Correct. Right. So I want to see a pitcher pitch. I don't want to see them hit. So because of the coronavirus and the concern for the health of the players, They've instituted a new rule where the National League also had the designated hitter, which I'm all for. Now, I'm not – I'm in maybe the minority. A lot of National League purists want the pitcher to hit, and I think they want to watch a poor version of baseball. So that's my opinion. And But I'm all for getting someone who actually knows how to hit actually hit. Like, why would I – okay, why would – I want to go knowing that you are a pianist. Okay. I'm going to pay to watch you play the piano. Why would I go and watch you play the piano? But also included to that is watching you repair a piano. Cause that is probably not your, you could probably do it, but it's not your expertise. I don't know if that's the same analogy. I'm there to watch you play the piano. So for a pitcher, I'm there to watch you pitch, not hit. Right. You could hit. I would equate it to like choosing to have somebody scream on stage after they've sung a beautiful song. Oh, like yeah. Scream your voice and sing. Why would you also have that person tax their vocal cords in a way that's not healthy necessarily, but also just like they've worked so hard on this one thing. Why, why have them do something else that's related, but yes. Different. When you yes. have someone on stage screaming again, that's, that's the world I live in. So 
Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So with you being not really a baseball fan, you're pro DH across the league. So that's good to know. One vote at a time, Ben. This is how we change the world. We convince yeah. other people to watch, to do things we want us to do. And we convince them to support our argument. Any other questions you had watching the game? Um, I mean, the only other things I had written down were just like some specific plays. Like there was, so there was one hit by a pitch I noticed that was the um, Braves pitcher hit someone in the bottom of the second which isn't a big deal, but it was the first like really interesting thing that happened. So that's why I wrote it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, this clear, that clearly shows how exciting of a game this was. <laughs> when the most exciting thing, one of the most exciting things you wrote down was getting hit by a pitch. So but that was early on. It was the bottom of the second. So like there was plenty of game that could have had more interesting things. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing I wrote, and again, I'd have to go back, and I don't, you probably don't remember either, but the, you know, on the flip side of that, the Braves did a good job at the bottom of the fourth with the second out. I don't know if it was like a line drive, and they tossed it in, got the guy on first or something, but whatever it was, it was exciting enough that I actually wrote it down. Because, okay. again, that's, with a game that had so few hits, like, that's, you know, that's what's interesting, you know, if if there's there's hits to the outfield and if they can throw it and, and get it to the base without a cutoff man or if they'll, you know, play it safe or, you know, there's interesting, from my limited knowledge of baseball, there's interesting things that can happen. I just, there wasn't that many interesting things happening. Okay. You've got to see more of the game within the game. And for a lot of people, that's not fun to watch. But I really, I really enjoy well, anything else you want to add to your experience? I would gladly go watch baseball with you than ever have to watch a stream again. But if you really wanted to watch a stream, I would. I don't know that I would watch it by myself again. So I, I love watching baseball in person. If you tell me we're going to go, especially, especially the Braves, I mean, I'm going to go. But I also like the – I have no problem watching it at home because I can also – like I read a lot during baseball games. And Which that to me right there is an indication of, you know. Well, I watch during football games too. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna edit this out. I may have hurt my argument here. No, because part of it, no, really, it's because there is there is a significant amount of just downtime. Right. Because that would be the thing. I would never go watch golf live. I don't understand people that do that. No, I don't either. One person because at golf on TV, it keeps you know jumping around to different groups and and you see what's going on and the difficulties of like. Oh, they're back at 15, and this is a weird green. Like that's why the TV commentary of watching golf is really interesting. And I, and I don't like watching football live because there's a lot of downtime in bas and football. Oh, that, see, I have a different relationship with football because I was in marching band. So you're looking at, I mean, just as long between plays. You got timeouts. Basic football is just as long as baseball. Oh, it just probably. feels like there's more movement. I think the most fun sport to watch in person is basketball. Oh. Have you ever been to a hockey game? Hockey too. Okay, we we can count hockey as a sport and, as and Floridians. Not, well, I was going to say not any Florida teams. You need to go see the Detroit Red Wings live. It hockey is 
wild. Uh, like I like watching our local hockey team too. I don't have a clue what's going on, but it's a blast. And then when they score sticks and mashing each other into the wall, it's great. And then they fight. See, now they can't fight now and because they might get the COVIDs. So well, I'm glad you enjoyed. I use those I use air quotes, enjoyed watching the Braves game. There are fifty seven more games you can happily enjoy. Um along with my family. Yeah. There's also, you know, lots of things on, on Disney Plus I can enjoy. <laughs> you just got demoted to the assistant, to the assistant of the assistant. Okay, but I, how, how long was even the game? I didn't really pay attention to that. It was probably about three hours. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, two, I... two hours. I, I, I believe you, but that should count like double for me as far as my like total hours. It was just as long as Hamilton, the Broadway show. Easy. Interesting. Yeah. It fell a lot longer. Okay. On that note, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Convos podcast. Uh, if you have a conversation you want to submit for something we want to talk about, maybe something that Ben and I have no clue about. Because the world more people talking about things they don't know about. Exactly. That's what we need. So head over to our website, convospodcast.com, and submit your conversation suggestion. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And give us five stars and share it with your friends. And then maybe give a reason why Ben should be promoted to official co-host. Because he'll be on next week's episode as well. But it's not about baseball. It's not about baseball. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week as we continue having conversations on a variety of subjects. We'll see you later.